Hi, and welcome again to the World War America podcast. This is Anderson Thomas. So today we're talking about Mayor Eric Adams and his Faustian bargain with labor that currently hangs over the city's homeless and crime epidemic. As I've said in previous posts, we want to look at office holders with long political careers. Successful office holders have a long history of cutting deals, offering us a window into understanding the policies and procedures of, of the office holder during tough times. Like the current situation New York City residents are, are finding themselves in right now, the high crime and, and homelessness and uh, really uh, they have a, a problem with getting affordable housing right now where even middle-class families are having a hard time finding places to live. These are tough times in New York City and so when there are tough times and you're looking at some of these policy decisions that are that may be hurting the population, the citizens there are maybe helping. When you look when you want to look at these policy decisions you don't want to look at the people on TV telling you what to think. You don't want to look at debates in the newspaper. You don't want to look at, at opinion pieces what you want to be able to do is you want to be able to examine the situation yourself and the best way to get to the bottom of what an office holder is doing during tough times like the ones like like right now in New York City is you want to follow the money right you want to follow money you want to look at who who it is that got mayor adams to in the position he's in now where he went from, you know, state senator, pretty successful politician, but how did he get to be mayor of New York City? Who were his real backers? Right? Now the reason why I chose Mayor Adams for this podcast is because he fits the bill, right? He fits the fact that he has a long political career. He fits the fact that there's a lot of stuff to dig into, right, with the city of New York with uh the policies at hand. Um, he's a great guy. He's a great elected official to use as an example to get into these types of investigations because you can take what we learn right now with what I'm doing with, with Mayor Adams and you can take it sort of like a template and you can apply it to almost every city in the world basically, <laughs> right? So we started off with Mayor Adams in the beginning if you remember following our gut just whatever led us to you know whatever bias we just go let's just go look then after following our gut um, we focused in on following the money the money in his campaign for mayor right and in following the money uh, the best way to quickly and accurately produce a research project worthy of publication when you're following the money is to make sure that you're going after the big money the biggest contributors uh, in the case of Mayor Adams, we, we discovered most of his support was coming from the AFL-CIO Hotel Labor Union. His campaign manager came from the union. <laughs> she was actually in lobbying filings for the union just a few weeks before she became his campaign manager. So here she is. She's lobbying city council. She's working as an employee. She's on there lobbying disclosures. She's lobbying city council for things like affordable housing development units and things like that. And a few weeks later, she's running his campaign for mayor. All right, that's a big deal. Uh, where you wanna be in all this, 
is in a place like this, right? You want to have, you want to know where your big money interests are. You want to see that, oh, a campaign manager came from those interests, right? Uh, <laughs> when you have that situation, the office holder is in a position now to benefit the big money, the interests, right? People that helped him get in position here. So now, uh, you want to be in this position, right? Where you where you've got the big money interests, you've got who got who got them there. You want to be in this position because once you're here on any project, it's like shooting fish in a barrel. After this, okay, it's like shooting fish in a barrel. As all that we're doing now is digging up examples of the mayor helping the big money interests who also ran his campaign. That's when you've got a story. From here on, all it, what you need then is just critical mass, right? So we've got all the pieces in place that we need, right? We need to now find where his office, his administration has done things to benefit, right? This labor union, right? But you have to get critical mass on it for it to be a story. What is critical mass? Okay, critical mass is getting an for whichever publication you're going to with your research project getting enough smoking guns like they like to call them in media smoking guns to get an editor a reporter to say okay there's a story here right so you want critical mass you want to go in and you want to get enough smoke you want to get many as many examples as possible showing that the office holder uh, did things to benefit the big money interests okay so how do you create this right how do you create this critical mass how do you how do you get these smoking guns okay the first thing is you have to look at what's in the current news cycle okay that's the first thing you have to look at what's in the current news cycle and you have to cross-reference that with government records or reporting in the media that shows the relationship between the mayor and the big money interest resulted in the mayor doing something to benefit the big money interest on one of these news topics in the news cycle. Okay, In this case, I've decided to take a look at the homeless and crime problem in New York City. And what I found left me pretty much dumbfounded. Okay, Just some quick examples. New York City bars and restaurants beef up security as crime, homelessness soars. Okay. Shelter gangs. This is in the UK, The Guardian. Okay, This is across the pond. Shelter gangs and a serial killer. COVID crime surge leaves New York's unhoused more vulnerable. Violence keeps homelessness top of mind in lower Manhattan. That's in Gothamist by Arun Vanugapal. Here's another one. This is Fox 5 New York. Homelessness, high rents, crime concern New Yorkers, survey says. Here's another one. New York City homeless advocates say Mayor Eric Adams' street sweeps aren't working. So, here we have ample examples of a homeless crisis in New York City a, an affordable housing crisis in New York City, a crime epidemic in New York City. And so now that we have that, and that's in the news cycle, well, 
what is it that the labor union that the New York Hotel and Gaming Trade Union wants? What do they want <laughs> in all of this? And how does that affect this issue of homelessness and affordable housing, right? How does it affect it? So it's interesting, right? Even though this union is representing people who may be poor, lower middle class, overall, from what I've noticed when you look at what they want in all this, they seem to be hurting the citizens of New York. <laughs> now, I'll give you an example of what I'm finding here, right? Uh, there was an article in the Gothamist recently titled, Two Chinatown Homeless Shelters Scrapped, a Labor Dispute Likely Nixed One. And in, from the story, at the center of this dispute is a contract between the property owner and the hotel's trade council, said Rich Morocco, president of the New York Hotel and Gaming Trades Council, a powerful union and ally of Adams. If the hotel is sold or the building changes its use, he said, a provision in the union contract requires the new owner or management to hire the union's workers, two dozen of whom were employed at the hotel before it closed in 2019. Housing Works would also have had to honor the terms of the union contract, which expires in 2026. Here's a quote from Mr. Morocco. What we had said is all we can ask of you is to comply with the contract. They said they would not, and that's it, said Morocco. Charles King, Housing Works Chief Executive Director, told Gothamist that Adams informed him on April 29th that for the shelter to move forward, the organization had to work out an agreement with the Hotel Trades Council. King said the message was repeated on May 1st through a mutual friend. So here we are. New York City has this huge problem, massive problem with affordable housing, with homelessness. And here's a homeless shelter that needs to go up and it's being blocked because according to the Gothamist and according to Charles King at Housing Works, who's trying to provide uh, housing for homeless people, Adam said that they have to work out a, a deal with the union. Well, no deal got worked out. So now that means no, there's nothing available for the homeless people who are sleeping in the subway, who some of them are being attacked and some are attacking other people. All right, here's another example of one that I found. This is from Politico. Success eludes New York's plan to convert hotels into affordable housing. After a year and 200 million committed, New York hasn't created a single apartment, thanks in part to piecemeal policy and a powerful union. The story, this is written by uh, Janaki Chada. I was on September 19th, 2022. With rents soaring and tourism rebounding, New York's ambitious plan to convert tens of thousands of COVID-emptied hotel rooms into affordable housing is looking like a bust. A similar plan in California has created 12,500 homes over the last two years, and municipalities from Missouri to Florida have followed suit. But after a year and $200 million committed, New York hasn't created a single apartment, thanks in part to a piecemeal implementation 
and lawmakers' deference to the politically powerful Hotel Trades Council Union. And now, and now that travelers are returning, the window to act is closing. So there we are, $200 million sitting there for affordable housing. And once again, this union who that backs Mayor Adams and got him basically into office, standing in the way again, right? Now here's another one in Queens. This one's uh, the real deal from the real deal, New York Real Estate News. Flushing development wins key vote, now on path to approval. Union deals clear path for $2 billion transformative, transfer, transformation of waterfront. So this flushing development was supposed to be, for activists, something that would turn into a, a, a lot of affordable housing for the people who live in the city. Well, the developers wanted to create luxury uh, units, and there's a law in New York City that a percentage of the units built has to go towards affordable housing. So a couple of units will go towards affordable housing, but this they're building a $2 billion waterfront development, and it's going to be luxury homes, not affordable housing. And who was it that made the deal happen? Once again, the hotel labor union, because they're going to get a couple of hotels in there, luxury hotels and a bunch of high paying jobs. But what happens to the residents who need affordable housing? Oh, well, they'll, they'll get to them later, I guess, right? So here we have, put it this way, we have critical mass at this point, okay? We have critical mass for some stories to be written on this. When you have the mayor of New York City getting into office through the help of this labor union, where the labor union had a representative in their lobbying filings weeks before she became his campaign manager. And then after becoming his campaign manager, she goes on to be the executive director of his transition team. And then she moves on to work as a, as a uh, she's a partner now in a huge firm and a pretty big firm is trying to go national now, but basically represents a boatload. They run campaigns for a lot for many members on the New York City City Council that's this is revolving door type stuff right when you've got all that and you've got the affordable housing out of control not enough units homelessness out of control crime out of control and then you have the union getting in the way of homeless shelters being built getting in the way of affordable housing units being built getting in the way of $200 million fund where other states and cities around the country have done this, get in the way of that for affordable housing. When you've got all that, you've got critical mass. So I expect some stories to be out soon, and I will update all of you listeners uh, when they are uh, put out there. With that said, I really encourage everybody to share the podcast. Please subscribe. I will talk again soon. This is Anderson Thomas. Take care.